Avengers ask audiences, attend again and annihilate Avatar? Audiences demand Kevin Feige, Keanu Reeves, if you please. Knock, knock, who's there? Why? Why who? Why is The Last Man is still being made? All this, comics and more on Hobo Superior! Uh, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Hobo Superior. Issue 94. So, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Avengers Endgame is going to be coming back in the theaters with what? some extra footage, yeah. Uh, did they say how long? Because my understanding was they're just going to throw a bunch of stuff like at the end. It's going to be like five more minutes. It's so stupid. I, I bet I'll it's going to be like a bloopers. It. I'll a, a, still watch it. Well, sure. I, I bet it'll be like a bloopers reel. What I think would be really funny is if they had like, oh, we've got 20 minutes of extra scenes, but rather than put them back in the place that they would have gone in the natural order, they just actually... Here are, the, here are those scenes you were supposed to see before and you, we didn't show you. Oh. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, I love that it is... Uh, they only need 50 million more. Yeah. To beat Avatar? Yeah. I wanted to beat Avatar. Fuck you, Avatar. Fuck you, James I mean, Cameron. It, it, would have, it, it already beat the original run of Avatar. That's when Avatar was re-released in theaters? That's what I fucking hate. It's all these movie theaters do the hinkiest shit where they're like, we're now releasing on Thursdays or we're having multiple releases or we don't inflation adjust the amount that we got from our each of the different releases. Oh, that's why we have three. What's the one? Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind is still number one then. But it was released 14 times, (laughs) which is insane. Sure, there was no TV back then. I know, they didn't have anything else to do, but, yeah. but lie about how much money their movies made. <laughs> um, wait, so why is it uh, if... So Titanic released twice, and they had, they had the re-release. Yeah. Why are they competing? Like, if, if we waited another week, won't they just get 50 more million? They only made $3 million this week in the United States. It's, I'm pretty sure it's... It's diminishing returns uh, now. They, they have need to have, have like... 40 weeks in order to get there. And they need another reason to bring people back so that people like us who've seen it at least twice in the theater. Yeah. Thrice. Thrice. Um, Wow. Um, Once. They they need a reason to bring people back. So there will be an additional scene. I'm going to ask you guys what additional scene would you like to see? Not what will be, but what you would like to see. Um, I'd like to see more of the culture that's created as a result of people being disappeared so like it could just be another superhero trying to interact with other people but like going to a grocery store or going someplace where there's supposed to be a lot of people yeah and people are still trying to make it happen like uh like they go like half of all basketball teams are gone so you go to like a professional basketball game but it's like in a high school gymnasium. Or it's like the opening of Dark Phoenix and only half the theater's full. Oh, wait, that was real life. Oh, got him. Mm. Fuck you, Dark Phoenix. Kaylin's coming for you. Yeah. I'd what? like to have a Hulk Black Widow scene because I think it's weird that they built this thing up for, what, at least three movies and they like didn't do One shit One movie. It. it was an Age of Ultron. There That's was it. a little bit. There yeah. was a little. They flirted. Kind of. It's still, it's still weird. In what? In which movie besides Age of Ultron? Um, there was like a little bit where uh, Romanov was like nice to him in the original Avengers, yeah. and she was like, it, like but it wasn't had, romantic. Yeah, but they kind of had some. It's still strange that they just went and said they had her and Hawkeye. I actually loved it in uh, in Infinity War, where they basically kind of like looked at each other and was a little bit awkward. 
And See, there's, there's the three. three. There's the yeah. three. That's, that's it. a relationship. All right. It's not nothing. I would like to see, and I don't think this would happen, but I would love to have seen when Steve Rogers went back to return all the stones, he actually encountered the Red Skull yes, when, he returns, be good too. when he returns the Soul Stone, and he'd just be like, oh, there you are, and then just that's all he says. Oh, wait, how do you return the Soul Stone? We don't know, and they never say. You bring back somebody to life? <laughs> he's, he's like, eh, I don't you, want you this. You drag <laughs> someone out of the... I'm good, I don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I would like that scene a lot. I think that would have been kind of cool. I hope I hope somebody does some adaptation of it, but it'll be back in theaters. Uh, we will go see it only to f- say fuck you to Avatar. Oh well, this was also weird. Is that Kevin Feige was saying like, yeah, we're definitely going to release it. it. I don't know how what's going to be in it or what we're doing, but it's going to be next Friday. Like, really? What is he Beyonce? <laughs> is he just going to release a surprise album? Shouldn't you know? <laughs> Um, yeah. But speaking of Marvel, they've been courting Keanu Reeves for years, but looking for the right project. What do you think that project should be? Who do you think? Which character would you cast him as? Blade. No. Um, I think uh, Reed Richards I would really like, or I would like him to voice Beta Ray Bill. So Beta Ray Bill sounds like a stoner. Kind of. I, I always kind of imagine him as being like this like stoic uh, type character. I always think of him as being like a Shakespearean actor, like Kenneth Branagh or something. But Branog is it? Is it Branog? Branog. Oh, Branog. 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 I'd like kind of an over-the-hill Wonder Man. Who's Wonder Man? Simon Williams. He uh, was originally a bad guy, became a good guy, and he was uh, the technical sibling of the Vision because they used his uh, brain patterns to give uh, the Vision sentience in the comics. Okay. They don't need to do any of that. No, they don't. They just—he's a stunt man. I Does he like, look like a human, or would he be like no, painted out just a, like Paul Bettany? He's just a dude. He's a dude who's got red eyes. Oh, yeah. brunette. That, that's not unnerving. Yeah, uh, he's I, just, yeah, and he's like a famous celebrity, even though he has red eyes and is in a million movies. Oh, well, considering uh, Keanu Reeves's resurgence in uh, John Wick, I would like to see him as Moon Knight. Who's uh, Moon Knight? Okay, Moon Knight is a character they call him like Marvel's Batman, but he's really crazy. He's got multiple alter egos. Oh, we've talked about Moon Knight. Yeah, he's all in white. Um, he's like... To hide Mike. in the night. He's, yeah, he's all in white. Wait, exactly. what's that up there in the moon? Oh, that's... No, it's just a guy jumping across. No, it's just somebody... <laughs> like, it's a smudge. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think he could play crazy really well. Uh, and like crazy and stoic at the same time, which the Moon Knight's kind of... I'd go for... Um, not that this character has much, but Wraith, who was in like two issues of the Guardians of the Galaxy that we just went through. Oh, that would be interesting. Like a cosmic hero? Yeah, like a like a badass but not around much and a little disgruntledly weird. I would totally be into that. Would and like ever... shows up and everyone's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Would they ever adapt The Punisher again to be in a movie? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're going to leave all the Netflix characters alone for a while. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck to Keanu Reeves. I yeah. hope he gets in it. I'd love to see him. Um... He'd be great in like a mystical role too, but they've already got like a like a ghostwriter that they're doing, and they're gonna do like a Hellstrom. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Doctor Strange is cast, but I don't know. I think Moon Knight would be the best. Sorry, what's that sound? Do you guys do you guys hear it? Do 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 do
Yeah. What do you think about that idea, Clark? Do you like the idea of Venom? Yeah, that's fine. Do you think they'll use Tom Brady? Yeah, Wait, they what's would. his name? Tom, Tom Brady. Yeah, no, no, Tom they, are using, Tom, they are using Tom, Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady laces out Tom yeah. Brady. Wait, there definitely are? Tom Brady. Oh. No, oh. oh, we're making We don't need Tom Brady. It still doesn't matter. We know not Tom Brady. I meant like Tom Hardy. I'm sure they'll use Tom Hardy. The Why movie would they was, use him? Because Why he would they? It was, it was a successful movie for them. Because he's gross. Well, yeah, Venom is not gross. I like him. He was gross in it, and it was kind of weird and not really fun or good. Was, did he just sound like Bane? I didn't see it. I know he you tried did. to be jokey, but it, all of his acting was super stilted, and I yeah. don't really think he's very good of an actor anyway. So, but you know, I Tom, like him as a person. Uh, yeah, I liked him in Dunkirk. He's uh, very good with dogs. Is he really? Yeah. Okay. Well, his dog uh, died. I will say this though, Tom, uh, uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> Sounds like he's bad. <laughs> Yeah, this is no, too it good. Died, it did, uh, <laughs> now I gotta find out what's his yeah, dog. What do. happened with the yeah, dog? Yeah, give us, come on, come on. Come on. Keep talking while I yeah, do right. this. Keep talking. Um, but Tom Holland, too many Toms in this movie. Yeah. Tom Holland could carry the movie. In fact, I don't know if you've heard, but early reviews of Far From Home have been glowing. Uh, I so, had heard, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying really hard to avoid watching any trailers reading any articles but they keep coming up yeah um and because both tom holland and jake gyllenhaal are so attractive my fate my my eyes are just drawn to their photos and then yeah. to just read whatever the spoiler headline is you know after seeing um rocket man this past weekend i realized that tom holland and jamie bell look a lot alike jamie bell is like what? the older version of tom holland yeah well both of them were in um oh god billy elliott Oh, were they? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, original one versus one of the musical ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. So that makes sense. Well, how's All Dog right. Watch going? His dog died of polymyositis, which is an um, inflammatory myopathy. is a group of muscle diseases that involve inflammation of the muscles or associated tissues. Oh. Polymyositis oh. is a great name for a well, drag queen. I hope he's hoping the rest of those dogs. Mm. Moving on, J.J. Abrams and his son are writing a five-issue Spider-Man miniseries. Yeah, sure. his son's name is Henry Abrams, and he's 20 years old. Looks like a little kid, actually. Oh, that's real nepotism. Yeah. Um, Whatever, that's fine. Yeah, yeah but it's going to look great because the uh, the five-issue series is going to be drawn by Sarah Pacelli, and it'll be colored by Dave Stewart, so it's going to look awesome. All right, Kalen, take over the newsflash. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So uh, Marvel's 80th anniversary is the summer. They We've talked about before, Marvel Comics number 1000 is coming up uh, in July. Yeah. Guess what? In August, Marvel Comics number 1001. Because that's how numbers work. Wow. Yeah. Did you see the the cover issue where they inadvertently put Green Lantern in it? This, yes. Yeah. And they had to switch it for North Star. <laughs> yeah. Like they just put shove another gay kiss in there. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so Alpha Flight is back for one shot and one shot only by some Canadian uh, creators, and they did this because the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship. That's the reason why. Um, I believe it, but also, uh, where did the Alpha Flight go? Was the, they sucked into a black Captain hole or Marvel? Something? They were in Captain. Some of them were in Captain Marvel. Yeah. But North Star did a little bit of X Men stuff. Right. Popping in for a hot second. Um, and then Madison Jeffries is in Age of X Men right now. And then Puck and um, Sasquatch are both in Mortal Hulk as well. Oh, are they really yeah. in Mortal Hulk? Okay, cool. Oh, uh, so they just like they just like disbanded. They disbanded. There's been like so many iterations of Alpha Flight over the years. Like the the, the comic's never been able to the first the first run actually lasted well over 100 issues, but then after that, it's only been able to last up to 20, 30 issues tops. More like five to ten usually. Snowbird, so, though, I'm so happy. I love Snowbird and Shaman. 
Uh, and then uh, Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda is a new comic that's spinning out of the Avengers. It's written by uh, Jim Zub, who good stuff. Sometimes I don't really care for his stuff, but the lineup looks really cool. Yeah, I'm into it. Read out the lineup. It's Grodd. Uh, yeah, Grodd. It's not fucking Grodd. <laughs> Zatar. Uh, no. It's not. That's a spice, you idiot. It's Black Panther. It's Okoye. It is Kazar, and it's Gorilla Man. No, Doctor Nemesis is in it as well, and oh, Wasp. And oh, shit, what else? I'm Wasp is in it. Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch. Of, there are some more that aren't as the major ones. Yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. What's his name? What's the Native American love? Red. Red Wolf. Red, Red Wolf. Red sounds wolf. right. Yes. Red Wolf. Fred Wolf. A Dick Wolf's brother. Yeah. <laughs> um. I like the uh, like the weird lineup. I also really liked the Agents of Wakanda stuff in the War of the Realms. So yeah, maybe, maybe we'll actually like a Black Panther comic. Maybe that'd be exciting. Maybe, and uh, they're going to take on threats from across realities. So apparently, uh, Why the Last Man has gotten a new showrunner as Eliza Clark, and I thought that that show was canceled. She I did too. Uh, she was a showrunner for Animal Kingdom. Which is a show I've never seen on TNT or something. Wait, oh, I, wait. I know that show. It's about a bunch of like rich people, right? Who are like, like a fucked up family. Yeah, they're really bitchy and they do lots of animal noises. The only noises time I see anything they're... is when they show a preview before movies for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, but Clark, you seem to think that this isn't going to work well. I said this multiple times. I don't understand how it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, I, I said, I, gosh, what a year and a half ago I talked about um, the... the, the fact that the quasi-villain of the piece is Alter, who is um, Israeli, and kind of is leading the like Israeli forces to basically kill him. Could they just do, like, pick a different country? That's what I was saying. Or even make a fictional country. Well, North the, Korea, the, the issue with Israel is that women are have always been allowed to be in the military. military. Yeah. So that's why there are so many women in, in this, the series that survive. In order, uh, that's why they're yeah. such a powerful group. Yeah, I think they can they can probably replace it with like another Switzerland. Military. Lots of women in that, and the one that has no <laughs> army. Well, Switzerland uh, has compulsory compulsory uh, uh, military service for two years. Just they like, just don't get into fights with anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just sit around. Yeah, um, and then and then just the fact that there are a lot of women shows, which, as I said, I don't know if that's going to go over well with. Um, you know, I mean, you but you have Killing Eve as a good example of being able to show like several women from a variety of perspectives. So a smart showrunner, I don't know how Eliza Eliza Clark, Clark is is going to be, but she could maybe do it that way. I think if you can give everybody a little bit of nuance, they're not positive. They're not, but I mean, I think I think showing you know competent, even if they're not like good people competently written women I think are as enjoyable to the audiences like a show where all the guys are bastards and they're like like Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, but there's so much there's so many concepts of like if women were in the world it'd be perfect. And then we see this and it's like nope. Yeah, this is some fucked up shit. Yeah. Just in time for the 2020 yeah, election. It's it's a little it's a little rough and yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh-huh. And and they're not going to sh- Dr. Mann is not going to be in this first season. Oh, really? Based on all the breakdowns that they showed, she's not in it. They also oh. made up some new characters like the president's daughter. Okay. Well, I wonder if it'll be like uh, Preacher, like the first season, they never left Salvation, like which is completely the antithesis of the comic where uh, 
they basically was a road trip from almost the very beginning of uh, yeah, the first part. Do. Uh, yeah, we've so. gotten our first look, moving on, we've gotten our first look of Superboy uh, for uh, season two of Titans. It looks a lot like the Superboy from Justice cartoon and also uh, Superboy from the comics. He's basically loving a hot topic. He looks like a meathead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do it. He's like just for all the other jocks. I thought you were going to say for ass. sexually assaulting someone. No, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> He's the one who'd be <laughs> so sorry. Uh, oh. It's the non-costume costume, but, um, you know, it works. It works in canon and it, it works in the show. Sure. He's very blandsome. And also, is this the director uh, right here? I don't know. It looks like a cracked out Nick Kroll standing next to Superboy. I think that is Nick Kroll. Give me a thumbs up. Oh, shoot. We should have written this in. Oh, shoot. What's the name of the new Aqualad? Oh, uh... uh, From Pretty Little Liars. Yes, yes. he's going to be in it as well. Um, It's him! It's not not Lagan, but it's going to be... um, It's the one from Young Justice. Uh, What the hell is his name? Uh, It is... It's the African-American one. Right. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, he's great. Um... Jeez. It wasn't Orin. Um, well, you guys Orin just, Hatch? Yeah, yeah Orin Hatch. Former <laughs> 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 Senator Vizal. There is a comma, Uncle Lad. Uh, anyways, as Brent looks it up, uh, let's keep going. Uh, ben Edlin, the creator of The Tick and uh, the comic and the show, has basically said the show is dead, dead, dead. It they ended in a fine enough way where it was over. I didn't even, I didn't even really get into it. Well, there it. you go. Yeah, so... We uh, tried to do two a week thing, or every other week, but that didn't work out. Drew Van Acker. Yeah, that one. That's the actor's name. Drew Van From Acker. Pretty Little Liars. Yes, yeah. Pretty Little Liars. Uh, why don't we talk about some comic books next? So we uh, really reviewed... I'm going to look at Drew Van Acker and evaluate whether or not we think he'd be a good-looking aqua. I don't, I don't know. I'm He's into it. weird chin, I think. I'm into it. He's hot. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. His chin looks like mine. I feel like it's odd. Do you have a good chin? No, I don't think I have a good chin. That's what I'm saying. No, now I'm going to like reevaluate your, your, your chin face. is not allowed to be in any sort of I don't of think it's show. good. I, yes, I agree. I, I think, think it's a pretty good chin. And Brent, you, I think you have a good chin. He's got I, good jawline, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I also don't like all the, the hair splitting down the middle, like the no, that's uh, not great... mammoth in Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> or one of the Jonas Brothers <laughs> from the early 2000s. Yeah, or Hanson. Yeah. Um, but he's got a great smile. Yeah. I wouldn't mind looking at his face week after week. Um, so which which Aqualad would that make him if he's I, white? It, uh, Garth. Garth? Yeah. The original Aqualad. Mm-hmm. So probably no cameos from any of the other, uh, any of the Justice League? Um, well, Batman's going to be in it, remember? The, yeah. the, the, the uh, guy who played um, Jorah Mormont uh, is going to be like, Bruce right. Wayne right. in second season of Titans. As far as like like Superman or Wonder Woman or Turn or Aquaman, I don't I don't think so. I, I would highly doubt it. At least in the second season, um, third the second season Titans should be coming out sometime later this year, I believe. So yeah. looks good. So let's talk about some comic Swamp books. Thing. Okay, so last episode of Swamp Thing, we're talking about Swamp Thing. <laughs> no, we're not. It's bad. It's gone. It's done. Anyway, even you're not watching it. I, no, 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 no. I'll still be watching it. You already talked about Red Stripe last week. Uh, oh no, we didn't because the last episode. There's literally a scene where. What do you mean the last episode? On uh, last Friday. Oh, oh yeah. What yeah. episode is that? That was episode three. Okay. And episode three, there's a character who's this actor in the swamp area, and he's coming home late at night. And he puts a red, a case of red stripe on the table, 
And then there's a 30-second shot that just stays on the red stripe container. Then a woman is behind him and starts talking to him. And he's like, surprised. So he goes over to sit next to her, grabs the red stripe case, puts it back in the center shot. The shot focuses on him for five seconds. And then he says, you know, this goddamn town, I keep going to that mart and they finally have red stripe for me. (laughs) (laughs) They cut back to the woman. She's like, we all have our vices. They cut back to the red stripe container (laughs) for another 30 second shot of it being in the middle of the camera, which is really good uh, uh, for red stripe, I guess. To be tied with such a prestigious show. Is Red Stripe Jamaican? Yeah. Yeah. So why is it? Okay. All right. There's no reason why Red Stripe other than Red Stripe. I think Red Stripe is much more popular in the South. I didn't so think like, about Red Stripe and, until this happened. And then I saw it like three times. Well, I was in South Carolina, so that makes sense. Yeah. It was in the South. But oh, I saw yeah. it like three times in, in three days. You know, the first time I ever heard about Red Stripe beer was when I read The Firm. The novel, the firm, uh, yeah. uh, which is set in the South. It's set in, uh, it's set yep. in Tennessee. So, red, so the red, there's red stripe available. It's just like that's like if you if you were to try and come up with a bad version of like a, an international beer, that's the they're the that's the Bud Light of like international beers. I thought Foster's was. Foster's is on a different scale. Foster's <laughs> is is worse than Bud Light. Wow, um, really? Yeah. Okay. Foster's is bad. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. What's Stella then? Stella's pretty good. I like Stella. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting on Stella, given how much, you know, corn syrup is in it. But oh, is there really a lot? Yeah. Okay. Well, for more beer talk, tune yeah. in next week. Yeah. But for comic talk, tune in right now. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, we're going to focus on two comics this week. We're going to hold off on Grand Design when Adam and Ryan have returned. And I think we want to hold off talking about Age of X-Men until... It's basically done. Until Omega coming, happens. Until Omega happens in a few weeks. Yeah. So, um... One comic was well, phenomenal. Before we, before we do that, yeah. you would advise going back, rereading all the issues. They work a lot better together. 100%. And I kept saying this as we were reviewing issues of Age of X-Men, especially the like the middle issues, issues 2, 3, and 4, that it just felt very piecemeal. It felt like just like, uh, like a discrete chunk of a chapter. Yeah. And I was having a hard time remembering what was happening in the previous issue because... I was reading, you know, Next Gen, or I was reading uh, the Apocalypse and the Extracts. I was reading Amazing Nightcrawler, and I had forgotten what happened in the previous issue. I same just, thing. Same it, thing happened to me when I was reading Age of Apocalypse. Like I just don't. I just, every single thing was love, 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 love. Oh, where's not? It, every single thing was almost exactly the same in that concept, and I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't want to read that. On I can five remember something. Also, I have love. Do I remember love? I remember things from before. Oh, it's exhausting. Every single one. It's a little less annoying when you read it all in one chunk. Because um, no. you can kind of see where they're trying to go. It's not perfect, but there is a there is a through line that makes sense. I still think a lot of the series were extraneous. I don't think we need five we needed five issues of each of the of each of the miniseries. Yeah. Some of them could have been one shots, kind of like just in like Amazing Nightcrawler could have been a one shot yeah. in the middle of like uh, Marvelous X Men. Yeah, so if you're reading along with us, I doubt you are, but if you are, go back and read them so that when we cover them all together, you're all freshened up and you feel the same way we do. Right. So let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy number six, Uncanny X-Men number 20. One comic was absolutely fucking phenomenal. I really love it. Love is the garbage. And the other one is just, um, it's such a disappointment. Yeah. And I, I really want to delve into why... Uh, it's just gone off the rails. Let's talk about the good comic first, because let's be positive. Guardians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Guardians. Guardians number six. Um, my one complaint is I felt Thanos was too easily. They jobbed with. Thanos and Hella. Yeah, too Just easily. Too easily, but so many fucking cool moments. That's uh, great. Uh, Frank Castle uh, as Cosmic Ghostwriter going to hell and meeting uh, Johnny Blaze, yeah. who's apparently the ruler of hell right now. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yep. I guess, do we have to re- keep reading Avengers to there find out? There are so out? many, when I, we were just looking at the September issues, or do you, did you read those? All the... Uh, the solicitations? Yeah, solicitations. Uh, I haven't read the them yet. So many of them are related to him and Danny Ketch, and it's just, well, obviously, Cosmic Ghostwriter as well, they're like all about ghostwriters at the moment. Uh, Cosmic Ghostwriter is a concept that shouldn't work, but it does, yeah. I fucking love him yeah, so much. I like it. Uh, we get to see Gamora stab uh, Eros. What's his name? Eros. Yeah. Eros. Yeah. Um, which is great. <laughs> that is I a great like scene. That. They were really, they were really graphic with this. Well, uh, I love the onomatopoeia of when she pulls the sword out. It goes. <laughs> yeah. It's F W F H. Um, I think that's awesome. I love the sort of. Dakota at the end when they're all like having a beer at uh, mm-hmm. that that space bar, yeah. And uh, Peter's like, "Oh, I'm proud to call you all guardians," and they're like, eh, "Hold your horses here." Especially uh, Gladiator goes, "Yeah, I like, hold go. your horses." None of us were in any com- uh, any cover except for the first one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nebula basically is told to fuck off by Gamora. Um, well, she's uh, super villain in this series for sure, and in the current Marvel universe. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite panels is Groot comes back uh, holding a bunch of beers with all of his tendrils and goes, what did a Groot miss? And Beta Ray Bill goes, oh, another mutiny. And he's like, yeah, all right. Um, I wasn't uh, really bothered by how quickly they got rid of Thanos. I thought uh, the fact that they made Eros, uh, you know, kind of his last line be, this was so, you know, overwhelmingly predictable. And then, you know, this kind of monster Thanos who... Mm-hmm has half of his personality filled in. Yeah. Uh, kind of is stumbling around and gets destroyed by a black hole. I mean, yeah. I was pleased because I didn't want to meet Thanos back. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want him back, but I would love to have had, like, a dumb, like, dummy thick, like, Thanos running around. Dummy thick. Because yeah. that's like, two Cs. Yeah, two Cs. Yeah. Just four, four M's. <laughs> <laughs> and seven Ys yeah. for some reason. Uh, but, like, just kind of like an old school Hulk type okay. Thanos kind of running around. And there's a Thanos series that's happening, isn't there right now? Um, Clark, are you Back reading it? Back in time, I, no, I'm not. Is it, like, set in the past? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay. I haven't been reading it. Um, it's, yeah. Is it good? T- I don't know. I just said I'm not reading it. I don't know. But you know these things. Who is the uh, the lesbian couple? Oh, that's uh, Moondragon and Quasar. Okay. Who, for some reason, are from an alternate universe. Yeah. Even though they're alive. Well, Qu- Quasar's not alive. And, well, it wasn't alive, but Moonstar came back alive. The, and, like, in the DNA in, series. In the 616 universe? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, I guess there, maybe she died in something I didn't read, but who knows? Yeah. And anytime there's Lockjaw, yeah, I'm happy. Lockjaw stayed. Lockjaw is the best. Look at look at that face. How could you hate that face? No one. Brent, should how do you hate this face? I really do. I actually hate no. that face. I think it's an. I think that's an ugly looking dog, and I do not like it. Hey, look, it's Barnabas. I actually don't. It's fucking Barnabas. Dog fucking slobbers like nobody's business. So Brent's family's dog is named Barnabas. He is a giant. Don't give old... out his name. I really liked Pet Avengers. That was a good series. <laughs> What's that? What? Pet Avengers? Oh, Pet Avengers was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Anyways, Barnabas, this one's for you. 
Uh, okay, let's talk about the comic that we didn't Wait, like. are you excited about the rocket uh, hunt down? Yeah, sure, why not? It was sort of like to do be Do we expected. know what he did? We just know that he like did some mutiny type thing? Or is there like, how they explicitly defined it in some other comic? I don't know. All right, so I guess we don't. Perfect. We get to discover yeah. along with everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so Uncanny X-Men number 20, I think it's the penultimate issue of Rosenberg's run because the next issue is the last one. And then we go to Hawks and Pox. Yeah. Uh, Hawks and Pox. Hawks and Pox. And I, Clark, I think you were too, um, super excited for this run. Uh, yeah. Uh, the characters seem really cool. Rosenberg has written some really great stuff in the recent past. Uh, he has a really good take on the X-Men, and I love the idea of, like, this was a team that was grieving the loss of, like, their teammates who were yeah. stuck in Age of Age of X-Men. And then uh, they're like, dead, 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 dead. Everybody dead. Um, I, this has just gone off the rails. I don't understand it because the Nasty Boys have died already. Yes. Shinobi Shaw has died already. Yes. Um, in the previous, some issues before, they had... Um, Avalanche and the original Pyro, which yeah. he actually said, "No, those are the originals." I don't understand that they've died and how they, they come back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of this is gonna. None of this is gonna last. They're gonna bring back a million of them I, at some point or another. I, even putting aside the fact that uh, a lot of this stuff is going to be revamped soon, or just like they are going to clear the clear the table. Yeah, there's still the opportunity to tell a good story. Yeah, and I feel like this. Like, Rosenberg has missed that opportunity um, because I don't know what this is about anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's so bad. Um, it's not X-Men Gold bad. Yeah. Um, like, okay, so uh, Shinobi Shaw, there's, there's a relation to Sebastian. He's yeah. Sebastian's son. Okay. Yeah. Um, his death uh, was pretty uh, gruesome where he phased into his own hand. Yeah. Uh, that, to me, is uh, struck me as a particularly awesome moment as far as like storytelling goes like he's so worried about the consequences of failing that he's just like i'm gonna go right now peace not a bad scene but i think a big problem with this book is also the art um i know if ryan curl were here he'd disagree with me but the art is so uh badly laid out and i know that yeah. sandra loroca is much better than this but he's just phoning it in that I'm I, I had to read that panel three times to realize what happened because there are so many talk, talking heads in it too. It's um, shut the so fuck look, up. So the panel that you're talking about, yeah. where uh, Shinobi Shaw commits suicide, essentially. Yeah. You have he's got Banshee kind of looking in horror over his shoulder. Yeah. The perspective's all off, and then below it, in his neck, you basically see uh, he's shot. Well, Shinobi like sort of falling over, and I think that's Havoc down there. Like, looking at him falling over. What the fuck is this panel? This panel makes no sense. I thought that was just, like, a cut in his his jacket, whatever. And he's, like, he's like pushing his... The weirdest thing to me is that his fingertips are so far high up into his head. Yeah. And his thumb is really deep down in his neck. I don't know if he has unnaturally long thumbs. That's not his thumb. That's his body. That is two distinct... Uh, uh, pan or two distinct images oh, juxtaposed yikes. in one panel. I see that now. It's so badly done. Um, I just don't I, get it. It's I, like everybody in this is dead. Trevor Fitzroy's dead. Sienna Blaze is dead, and they're uh, just bringing them all back. The Dark Beast has died multiple times in the last five years. The uh, the worst uh, art I thought though was um, when the the Lost Boys were dead, and they're all laying on the ground, but they're all nasty. clearly. The nasty boys are all clearly laying in like 
unnatural directions yeah. for people who are laying on the same plane. They're all at odd angles. Their yeah. bodies are like piled up on top of rocks. It, yeah, hair bag's it, been dead. Ripcord has died. It's so phoned in. Is that um, ripcord? I don't remember his name. I don't remember his but name. But Hairbag definitely died at one point. Yeah. It's like all the characters were drawn completely separately from any of the backgrounds they were supposed to be. That's in. right. Uh, it just feels incredibly phoned in and incredibly lazy. The, uh, going back to Dark Beast for a second, that was the one thing I did like about it is uh, Ileana basically just saying, yeah, enough, and just killing Dark Beast. I thought that was actually a pretty cool scene. Yeah. I, I, I do not understand what they're trying to do with the metaphor of vaccine. Like, what the fuck is he trying to say? I don't even know. They have the vaccine. Uh, he creates an anti-vaccine vaccine. It's airborne. Um, but that anti-vaccine vaccine would kill the kids. I'm like, what do you all... What, what is this? It's so fucking convoluted. Oh, uh, I thought it was... Right. They're just shoving Emma in there, and she's doing something or something, and I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't I don't understand know what the, the fuck you're saying. I, I, I assumed the point was... The X-Men are trying to stop this treatment for the X-Gene. Yeah. They, they, they believe are. that they've got that, but they mm-hmm. don't realize that that treatment is a kill switch. So if the attempt occurs, it kills their child. Right. Right. The way you described it is great. The way the comic described it was incredibly convoluted. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it, uh, why. Well, what the metaphor are they trying to get out of that? Yeah. The X-Men are always some sort of metaphor for what's going on in the current time, and this doesn't make fucking sense. It's only that it relates to vaccines and parents who want a vaccine or not vaccine their kids. Yeah. And how not vaccinating your kid will kill them. So, like, is it (laughs) pro-anti-vaxxer? I don't know. No, no, it's pro-anti-anti-vaxxer. Wait, what? Because their vaccines are not vaccines. Kaylin, let me just get a diagram. I hate it. Yeah, it's incredibly convoluted, um, and there's so many elements, like, like you know, you have Dr. Nemesis in this issue, who I fucking love. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's great. I love these characters. I love that Scott and Logan are back together. And it, again, to my earlier point, I was very excited for this series, and I gave Rosenberg a lot well, of... Well, there are lots of good build-up comics out before this. Well, the first, I would say the first two or three issues of this run were phenomenal, yeah. and then... Like, you quickly saw it go off the rails, and then there was the problematic stuff when he killed off Wolvesbane and um, some of the other stuff that he did. And, like, to your point, Clark, so what dumb. the hell is Emma even doing? It's I just... don't know. I don't know what anything is doing. I thought there were some, there were some fun moments of, like, um, fake Captain America or... I didn't find that fun. I liked it, but... I don't find anything fun about this. The, uh, the fact that the team is now being run by committee and the Summers brothers aren't the, you know the top dogs in it anymore. I like that as well. I like the committee stuff conceptually. They never executed. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like there's the idea, the stuff that's there. I kind of like it, but not, but only insofar as it's on paper in your mind. Also not on paper, on paper. Uh, conceptually, uh, one O N E taking over the hellfire club is an interesting concept. There's going to be no time to delve into that though, of what that means. Yeah. Um, so it just feels like a lot, a lot of lost opportunities. So Matthew Rosenberg, I know you're not listening throw to this. Throw it out, throw it out. Well, now I'm glad we didn't see him at, at Awesome Con. Because he didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably like, oh, fuck. Now I don't worry, I'm not worried about it anymore. Yeah, exactly. But hopefully we get to see Jonathan Hickman somewhere, because I think he's going to do a really great run. Yeah. So, uh, next week, uh, we're going to have the first episode of Legion Season 3. Uh, it's premiering on Monday, June 24th. 
We're going to have Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 8, Mr. and Mrs. X number 12, which I believe is the last issue of the series, which makes sense because we're... Thank God. Yeah, that show needs... That, uh, excuse me, that series needs to end. Uh, you got Thor number 14, War of Realm number 6, which is the last issue of the miniseries, War of Realms Uncanny X-Men number 3, which is the last issue of that. Where they kill off Sunspot. Boo. And then we are going to spend uh, a good chunk of time reviewing uh, Grand Design as a whole, but especially the last issue, because uh, Ed Piscor did some really interesting and weird things We're with that last issue. Some, some really boring things. Comics. What's that? Some really boring things. Boring, but... Uh, some things that I predicted were going to happen, some things I was like, huh, that's interesting. Downhill, downhill. We'll be up to our balls in comics, uh, so fucking listen so in. don't listen to those last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, should we, are you going to end it? Right? We're going to end that.